Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jax 47. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today, we have Lisa Hart, mother of the bride. Lisa, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You'll be the first, you're the first mother of the bride, I think, to be on, on Pistons and Prosecco. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so your daughter is getting married. Uh, her, her name's Dorothy. And I believe she's getting married. Well, I know she's getting married at Lake Logan Episcopal Center, but that's where her and Andrew met. Is that right? It is. Yes. They met there as camp counselors. Oh, uh, many years ago now. So yeah, it's a very special place to them. And that is where they decided to get married. Well, you know, we've had a couple, a few couples where that was the story. They met at camp and, you know, either the rest is history or they, you know, just uh, reconnected at some point. So which one was it for them? Did they, did they like start dating after that? Or was it years later that they came together? Uh, well, I think the first summer they were friends and then the next summer maybe it was a little bit more and she had meanwhile gone to Florida to go to school and then she graduated and she moved out to LA for a year which made things even more difficult but somehow they managed to stay in touch even long distance and um and kept up the relationship for, for, I think, I don't know, it's maybe like seven years now, but it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, so are they in their late 20s, I'm guessing? Uh, yes. Mid, yeah, mid to late. When were they, they were camper, or sorry, counselors in, in college or? Yeah, when they were in college. Mm-hmm. So probably around... Yeah, maybe 2014, something like that. Okay, I was a that was my first summer job out of col- uh, in college was a camp counselor. It, um, it was mine too. I mean, nothing <laughs> better. Right? So fun. I uh, yeah, it's fun. I can barely take care of myself though. So you know, having me take care of a five kids under the age of ten. Oof. Yeah, yeah. It, I was young. I was 19 when I first, that was my first, uh, like I was one of the yeah, younger. I was 17 counselors. or 18. And yeah, I, I actually didn't get the best review, um, <laughs> which was bad. But um, but yeah, all four of my kids have actually been counselor, campers and counselors at Camp Henry, which is at Lake Logan. So it is a, a really neat place for everyone. And ironically, the groom he and both of his sisters. So all seven of the siblings uh, were camp counselors at Camp Henry and campers. Wow, wow. So, that's crazy. That's, so, that's crazy. gonna be so nostalgic for everyone. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like have they ever all been on site at, at once? Probably not. Well, it's interesting because I think that uh, because of the ages of the kids, they all overlapped somehow. So, um, which, which makes it even cooler because Andrew has twin sisters who are the age of my oldest son, Luke. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So, and then my younger son, Carson, worked with one of the twins, Lindsay. So they all kind of uh, were together either as, and then my oldest daughter, Sarah, was a counselor to Andrew's sisters, Lindsay and Caroline. So it's just all interwoven and thus really cool for them to have a wedding there. Has anyone else um, gotten married there as far from those, any of those siblings? No. No, this is the first uh, camp wedding. This is, it is, yeah. And, and actually, I don't think Lake Logan has had a lot of weddings. I mean, it's a beautiful venue. And um, for anybody, even if you didn't go to camp there or, mm -hmm. are, or are not Episcopalian, but um, I just think that they haven't done a lot of weddings so far. Yeah, well, there's some that it just seems to be random, kind of sprinkled through their year, whereas other camps like Camp Pinnacle, they, I think, had a wedding every weekend throughout the fall and spring. Oh, wow. Some of them, I think, are a little more, not serious about it, but just a little more like marketing it and trying to get the word out about it, whereas yeah. other, they'll get contacted by a past counselor or camper, and they'll say, yeah, sure, we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll do it. But what right. I love about the summer camp wedding, and I don't think we've talked much about this, though, with, with y'all's, um, with, you know, Dorothy and Andrew's wedding, but the summer camp has the built-in activities, usually has the built-in lake, has right. the catering kitchen, and the lodging. <laughs> so it, exactly. it's a really cool wedding venue for somebody who, you know, has those personal ties to it, but also doesn't want to have to start from scratch, right? Because, you know, you can get married in a backyard, you can get married in a farm and a barn. Um, some of those are really bare bones venues and you have to bring everything in, whereas camps are kind of like set up for it almost already. Yeah, it's true. Do you and, have a venue? Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, I guess one of our challenges is is transforming the camp dining hall into an elegant uh, reception space, which um, is is probably the biggest challenge, I think. But we we have um, Elena is doing our flowers and our uh, and our wedding planner, and I trust her to to transform it into an elegant space from a from a camp dining hall. Yeah, no, she's great. She was on the podcast kind of early on. Um, she was one of my, yeah, one of my wedding planners that I got to interview. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, one of her, her big things was prioritizing. So having the couple or the whoever's making the decisions, right, which is including you, have three priorities for that big day, you know? So it yeah. sounds like that space is a priority in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And they have several different spaces at, at Lake Logan for the ceremony and for the reception. You can do it in the field. Um, there's several different, you know, sit and whittle is the space where Dorothy and Andrew have chosen to get married, but there, you know, you can get married in the field. You can get married in the dining hall. You can get married in the chapel. So it is nice. There are a bunch, a bunch of different options. And do you, ha do you have the venue for the whole weekend? We do. Yes. Okay. So, we hope that people will stay there um, the whole weekend, but we also have looked into some other accommodations in Waynesville in case they want a little bit less rustic uh, 
accommodations. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say is that, you know, the camp waiting is great and wonderful and there's a lot of benefits, but if your crowd doesn't want to stay in an open air cabin, then you gotta, you gotta, you might want to figure something else out for the right. Long well, and they have the open-air cabins. They have the actual camp cabins, but then Lake Logan also has um, these other cabins, retreat cabins, which, you know, have air condition, have uh, separate bedrooms, oh, have right. a little kitchen space. So um, we plan a, a lot of the ki kids, the 20-somethings, and of course people who were counselors there all want to stay in the camp cabins for the nostalgic yes. you know bit of it but then a lot of the you know parents or grandparents or are, are will stay in the nicer cabins mm -hmm. and then there'll probably be a few people you know there'll be some people also who will drive back to Waynesville and stay at a bed and breakfast or or an Airbnb or something because it's only about what 15 minutes away from Waynesville or something? yeah 20, 21, 22 minutes, I guess. You can tell that I've timed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Elena, sure, I'm sure I have a lot, to, a lot of work to do to figure it all out. Um, yeah. But, but you live in Hickory, down the, yeah. down the mountain a little bit. Um, how has that planning process been? Because I know you did have to reschedule um, from this yeah. to next. Uh, so you live close enough where you know, you can come up here and you can make a day trip easily out of it, right? I mean, it's only, what, an hour and a half or so to the venue? Yeah, a little under two hours for yeah. me, but Dorothy and Andrew live another two hours east, so it's further for, for them. Um, it's easier for me, but we have come to Lake Logan twice, I think, mm -hmm. so far, just to look, you know, the first one was kind of deciding where the ceremony and where the reception would be. Yeah. And then the second one, we met with Elena to, you know, try to figure out how to transform the dining hall and um, about flowers and the flow and all that. Yeah. And where do they live exactly? To, is that in, do they live in They Greece? live near uh, Albemarle, North Carolina. Have you heard of that? Uh, I've heard of it. It's probably yeah. close to where I used to live. I used to live in Seagrove, which is near Ashboro. Okay. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's east oh. southeast of Charlotte, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or yeah, I mean Charlotte's pretty you go southeast of Charlotte and you're in South Carolina almost. Um, anyway, yeah, it's around there. Yeah. That's, it gets it's, too it's hot down there. Well, by any major uh, interstate, you kind of yeah. have to get through the smaller roads. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I remember I I lived down in that area for uh, about two years. Uh, okay. Now, and, and at first, I was like, "Oh, this is easy." Uh, you know, I'm only I'm only like an hour and a half from Raleigh, I'm only an hour and a half from Charlotte, only an hour from Greensboro. But that was the problem is that it was an hour and a half. Exactly. Well, like it just, uh, it was. Uh, yeah. You're not close to any. Yeah, they, they just moved actually to a house that's a little bit closer to Charlotte. So that's helpful if we weren't in a pandemic. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm trying to, I was trying to look it up on maps and now it's, it's, uh, it doesn't know where I am. It thinks Albemarle's in Asheville. I guess there's a street called Albemarle in Asheville. Yeah, that's funny. Anyway, I'll, <laughs> I'll check it out later. Um, so, uh, so I guess I kind of want to talk about the, the decision-making process and the relationship that you have with, you know, Elena versus Dorothy, you know, have you kind of like taken over in a sense and you're kind of the, the point person or do you run through, you know, run everything by Dorothy and Andrew? How does, how does that process look like and that decision-making happen? Well, I would say that, so when we started planning the wedding, Dorothy is in grad school as well as working and Andrew's working and I'm working too, but I work part-time. So it was a little bit easier for me to be flexible and be able to, um, you know, I had a little bit more free time. So I think that um, above all, I want this to be Dorothy and Andrew's day and I want them to have what the ceremony and the reception and the weekend that they envision. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it is easy as a mom to, you know, jump in. And I think weddings have changed so much from when I got married. I mean, when I got married, you got married in your hometown and usually at a church and all your parents, friends came and they've just changed so much since then. Um, And I think that they're a lot more unique and they're a lot more intimate and they're a lot more geared towards the couple, which they should be. I mean, that it's, it is a celebration of them that day. So, but I think that, um, you know, when you, when you start planning or if you've never done it before, you know, you, you sort of have this, or I had this vision of, of what my wedding was. And, um, so you, you really need to put that aside and, um, remember that it's not what about, you know, it's not what, I want. It's what they want. So I think that we have worked well together. Dorothy will, you know, send me pictures or I think she actually found you on Instagram and mm-hmm. sent me the picture of the truck and was like, Hey mom, this looks cool. And, um, that was kind of how we looked, you know, originally looked into contacting you and we, um, interviewed, we, we just did a three-way call with a couple of wedding planners and so sometimes we, um, I would say some things are more important to Dorothy, like photography is really important to her. So we, things that were more important to one or the other, the, the, the one that it was more important to worked on. And, you know, when you're 20 something versus 50 something, you have different priorities of, you know, my, I was like, well, people are going to be staying at this camp and we have to look at, you know, look at accommodations. So I was going to visit some places to, you know, because they were extra things to look into because no one's going to be sleeping in their bed that night. So, you know, and, and when you're 20 something, you can sleep on the floor, but when you're 50 something, <laughs> sometimes that's not so comfortable. So, you know, you just have different priorities. And, um, so we, we just, I think we, I, I would say that we've worked together 
well in working on our individual mm -hmm. uh, things that were more important. And then, you know, she'd send me pictures of wedding cakes or, you know, we, and most of it was because, because we're two hours and she's four hours was done through email or, or text or, you know, we've had a few phone calls with Elena, but a lot of it has just been um, online. So when you get into a disagreement, how do you figure out who gets their way? Does she have the last word? Do you have the last word? Oh, I think she definitely. I yeah. mean, I, um, like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't want this to be my wedding. This is their wedding and I want them to have the day, the weekend that they, that they want. And, um, you so have a lot of good ideas, right? <laughs> you have a lot of good ideas. Well, I mean, and I think, um, yeah, it's, it's not about me. It's, it's what they want. And if, if it's something that I just think is not going to work at all, then, you know, I, I've definitely um, questioned things or, um, you know, because, because like I said, I, I'm looking at over, I'm looking out for the, the older, you know, my, my, our friends and um, the grandparents and, you know, that, that you want everybody to be comfortable and happy and, and have a, a great weekend. Is there anything that you would want to share specifically where you said like, no, we're not doing that? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think in the, in the very beginning, we did, we looked at another venue that was closer to Hickory mm -hmm. and, um, I just thought, oh, wow, it'd be so easy. Like people can get a hotel. It's so close and people can, oh. people who are from Hickory can just stay at home that night. People don't mm -hmm. have to spend money and get accommodations. And, um, you know, I, I just thought, wow, it'd be really easy. You know, we know things in Hickory. We know restaurants. We know caterers. It would just be easy. And, yeah. um having a wedding at a camp where, like I said, everyone needs to make accommodations. And so, you know, in the very beginning, I was kind of like, hey, this is going to be a lot harder. But when I saw how much they wanted and, and how, how it was, they wanted a unique and special experience at a place that was really special to them. So then I was like, okay, great, we'll make this work. You know, we'll, we'll just figure out all of these. There were a lot more details, I guess, to figure out than just having it where people could sleep in their bed Friday and Saturday night and seemed easy. And, but you know, that was, that wasn't what they had envisioned and I want, and, and it's going to be a blast, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I love the camp weddings. We've done a few and I, I just think it's so much fun. One thing that I talked about with, uh, someone earlier is that if you only have that wedding reception, uh, you know, four hour period to interact with all the guests, you're just going to be, the couple's just going to be going from table to table and they do right. the dances and the toasts and they have like 30 minutes left to dance and that's, and then it's over. Right. Right. At a camp wedding, you have all that time in between, you know, the meals, you have that the day before the day after. So it doesn't feel so, in my opinion, so stressful that you have to, you know, perform and, execute and be on 
for that reception, you know, like you traditionally would. So that's what I really okay. appreciate about the the camp wedding, the summer camp, you know, wedding venues uh, for, for many different reasons. So I'm, you know, I'm always glad to be a part of that. Uh, yeah. And, and you, you mentioned that you did interview some different planners and I always wonder, you know, what, what is it that Elena said or what is it that she didn't say or that the, the other ones didn't say, you know, like what, how did you make that decision between her and the other uh, planners you were looking at? Um, I think we just, when we talked to Elena, we just clicked a lot better. Um, and you know, a lot, I, I'm definitely a type B personality. I'm not type A. Um, and I, um, I think the other planner we spoke with was just seemed a little intense or, um, just just didn't really the personalities didn't really seem to gel yeah i'm i wanted um i liked that elena also handled that we could have floral and planner and one of the um i mean one of my main fears was like i said transforming mm. a rustic camp into an elegant uh, wedding and um, Dorothy wants it elegant, even though it's it's out of you know it's outdoors at a at a place. So I think we were looking for a um, we were looking for something that I definitely had no idea how to put together. And I, I thought, how in the world are we going to transform this? And I don't want to be, you know trying to do this at midnight on the night before, or, you know, I, I have no idea how to, so I think she was very creative and um, just had a lot of ideas and seemed very easy to work with. Yeah, no, I really like Elena and she, she definitely has that design. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't call it background, but it is a background, but skill set, you know, like, yeah. What after being in this business for a few years now, I realized there's almost three different aspects of that role that Elena plays. There's the the planning, the design, and the coordination, right? So mm -hmm. someone who's coordinating with the vendors, making sure everything fits, that's all the planning, in my opinion. The design is how everything looks, how everything's aesthetically matching up. And then the coordination is the day of telling vendors where to go and do, you know, it's like the execution of the, the event itself. And- right. um, I think some are, you know, some people are maybe just good at one aspect of that, right? Like yeah. they can design a really, exactly. She can do it all. So uh, having that, having that person, her having that role be good at all those things, I think is, is important. Um, if you don't want to do them all, like if you, if you as the mother, the bride wanted to do the planning, then just having someone to coordinate would be your, you know, benefit to you. But right. like the challenge of transforming a space along with, you know, being a couple hours away, it just made Elena a really good fit for this way. Yes, um, for sure. And yeah, she has worked on the timeline with us. And obviously, I mean, she knows a lot more than we do about all of these things and what would work better and where should you have the cocktail hour and, how, you know, how, how, how should this 
you know, we have a, a couple of guidelines that we have to work around at the venue. Um, so knowing those and working around that, she knows she's, she's the expert and I'm just happy to follow her lead. Exactly. So how did he find the other vendors that you hiring, are hiring for the day? Was it, I mean, he mentioned me on Instagram, uh, did like for the photography, did Dorothy find her on Instagram or somewhere else? Are you, are you aware of where she, she Yes. She found the photographer on Instagram. Um, and the Lake Logan will do the catering and the cake which oh, is nice. Really? Yeah. They're doing the food and the, and the cake. They have a pastry chef and a, oh, okay. chef. so, um, so that was taken care of. Um, we are doing the bus booth. The uh -huh. photo. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I think she, I think she found them on Instagram too. <laughs> so the power of Instagram. I, oh, it's, there's a reason why I'm on there. I, I, Apple, my little iPhone told me I was on there like two and a half hours a day. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's ridiculous. But I never, what was that? It gets results. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it's for me, you know, I network on it. I post, I interact, I comment, you know, like it's a very dynamic app for for what we do um, as, as wedding vendors, you know? So I'll get inquiries through Instagram um, and just follow new vendors, find out about new things. And yeah, it's just, a, it's, a, it's a great tool for me, but I was like, I have to, <laughs> I can spend a lot less <laughs> time uh, yeah, yeah. and still be yeah. effective. And, and it is, I mean, you, you know, you can see all kinds of different things on there. And, yeah. you know, it, I, I think it's good for finding out what even you know flowers and looks that you do like or that you don't like exactly so. yeah uh, and then what about uh, music are you guys you know doing iphone are you doing dj or doing live music what's what's happening well that that's another thing i guess you could say that we um andrew is a musician the Graham is a musician and he teaches music and he plays lots of instruments and so um that was kind of it was not my area of expertise, but I think in the beginning, Dorothy, in order to save money, she was like, we can just do an iPhone and we'll just do, you know, we'll just do songs. But I um, wanted to dance. I wanted to have a dance party. And mm -hmm. so um, I was like, I think we should have a live band. And, you know, we, we went back and forth with that. And, and, um, but, I just thought that that would add a whole new, another level of fun. So we, we ended up um, that we did hire a band and we, um, we went to Asheville to hear them. It's Emerald Empire Band. So they had like a, a night in Asheville where you could go hear them and we went and listened. And um, so that's what we're doing for, for music. They have a lot of brass. They have like trumpets and, they do, and Andrew likes the brass because he um, is a brass player. So okay, yeah, no, I, I love that. My buddy got married last September, yeah, about a year ago, and he's a he's a musician. He taught me some stuff, you know, on guitar, and 
uh, they had a like a five or six piece band with two or three singers. It was like, oh, it was so much fun. I I love to dance and <laughs> we just had a blast. So yeah, you know. I think it can really, a band can just really get the party going. And um, so I just thought that that would be, a, yeah. I, that that was probably more important to me than to them. Um, mm -hmm. But I think they're happy now and excited now that we're going to have it. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what Elena said in that podcast and what I've heard from many other vendors, which is, you know, there's so many choices to make during a wedding in regards to vendor and priorities. Just pick three and go with the, you know, like if you want great food and drink and a good dance party, well, who's going to, you know, who's going to do that? The caterer, the DJ or, or live band in the bar, right? So some people are like, no, I just want florals on a mountaintop and I just want it to be me and my parents. Then, then you know what, <laughs> you know that your photographer right. is the really most important thing because they're going to show you where to get married on a mountain and then the flowers, you know, like I, I just think people uh, really need to hone in on those things and make, and make those decisions because if you don't, I mean, you could spend, if you got the best in every category, I mean, you can spend a hundred grand, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so really figuring out what's really important to you and moving forward with those priorities and finding those vendors that, that fit those, um, you know, those categories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're doing this wedding next May, right? We had, a, we had to bump it back a year. We did. Yes. And I guess it's a good thing that we bumped it back a year. Why? Well, yeah. How? And not just a few months, because oh, I think the only oh. other date when I called Lake Logan to say we were going to bump it back, um, they either had August 15th or May 22nd, 2021. So, you know, th those were the choices. And had we moved it, I guess, to August 15th, we would not yeah, been any better. We had a lot of those reschedules just a few months, you know, they just did like the three, four month reschedule or pushback. And uh, either they had to reduce their guest count by a significant amount or they just mm -hmm. rescheduled it again. So, again. and you keep yeah. losing opportunities with vendors. Like, I mean, I think for your date, I think we have five weddings that day. Wow. It's nuts. So uh, yeah. the, the fact that, you know, no, right now, no longer can, are we accepting any weddings for that date. Um, so if someone had to reschedule for that, we'd be like, sorry, we can't you know, we can't do that. So yeah, it's good. I think you did it for just a year uh, and just made it happen um, so that you could get those vendors that you wanted and that were, you know, important to you. Yeah. And we, I mean, having it at, at camp at Lake Logan also, you know, you do work around the, the camp schedule. So it either had to be before camp or after camp. And so, um, yeah, I don't think you can have it on weekends when camp is in session. So yeah, they're picking them up on Saturday morning and right. Yeah, and and because we want to rent the cabins and the retreat cabins, we, we, you know, we wanted to have everything. So yeah, that makes sense. I, I can't imagine uh, <laughs> a summer camp doing camp during the week and then uh, weddings on the weekend. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be crazy. Yeah. Someone would, yeah. Someone would go nuts. Yeah, that that would definitely be crazy. Yeah. So, did you have any issues with the rescheduling um, with with vendors? Or no, everybody was really great about it. Um, 
it took a little while on the band just to make sure that they were going to be um, have, I think, you know, there were a couple of pieces that they had to make sure, yeah. but it, it really worked out great and everyone was super great to work with and understood. And so, um, so that was good. Yeah. And I think I did it pretty quickly. I mean, Dorothy decided, you know, March, I don't know what, what day, you know, pretty quickly and just said, Hey, we're going to push it a whole year back. And so maybe we got in before everyone else started to reschedule because I think people who had June or July weddings, maybe were thinking, well, we'll see how it is. We were, we had had the invitations printed and we were ready to mail them. Mm -hmm. And so when we found out. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a big, and here in Western North Carolina, you know, there's definitely ebbs and flows to the amount of weddings that happen per month. So mm -hmm. especially for me, right. Cause being mostly outdoor focused. Um, so our biggest month is October and then it's May and then probably September and then June, you know, like it's, it kind of goes back and forth yeah. the amount of weddings per month we have, but in July we have a big dip. And then obviously after like Thanksgiving, so December's pretty, uh, pretty light for us. Um, so yeah, May is a really big month, especially late May. That's like right when people are, uh, right when spring's really in full force. Um, and it's warm enough too, because as yeah. you can get cold up in the mountains at, at night. So making sure that it is on the warmer side and not, and not like, I think it can still snow in April, you know, so. Yeah, but then it can also be really hot. And yeah. so you don't want it to be too hot and you don't want it to be too cool. So. That's why May's, yeah, May's perfect. And uh, that's what I love about the, having the lake there too. You know, if it gets hot, hop in. Nice breeze. Lake, cool down. Yeah. Yeah. Also that. Or, or yeah, jump in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're hoping that on Saturday, yeah, people will be able to go swimming or um, kayaking or whatever. So. Uh, what are we looking at in regards to uh, the guest count, the final guest count? Is it, um, relative set in stone or is it still might will it still maybe fluctuate a bunch we would have hoping, had it. yeah we're hoping for around 150 um so you know i don't know by by next may i think everyone hopefully will it'll be safe enough and everybody will be very much ready for a celebration I agree. <laughs> I hope so too. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of weddings, uh, as I said, reschedule or bump down their their guest counts. I just talked to a groom actually. I interviewed a groom, and he uh, he told me that, and I was I didn't know that this was the case before. I knew it was big a bigger wedding, but he said 250 people were the original. It was the original guest count. Oh wow! And now it's 35. So they had a huge. I mean. I think essentially it went from everyone we knew to family and best friends, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, so will they do it later and have 250 people or no? No, they're, this is it. They're doing it. And, this is it. Yeah. yeah. This, this will be, uh, they didn't, they did not reschedule. They held on to their date. Um, so it's going to be in the fall here in North Carolina um, near Silva. So kind of, kind of close to, to your venue and in that, in that area, you know, deep Western North Carolina. So, 
Yep, they're holding on, um, which, yeah, 35 is going to be fine. It's a lot of people are still trying to have those bigger, bigger weddings, you know, with the mandates. And it just, it's up to the venue. A lot of venues obviously don't allow that to happen. Some are like, we don't care. <laughs> They'll just do it. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Um, anyway, but I'm excited uh, for this wedding. Got the bus booth coming. They have, that's a little VW photo booth, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, work with Elena and the, uh, you know, as I said, camp, summer camp weddings are, are just great. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Looking forward to working with you. And yeah, it's hopefully going to be a beautiful, not too hot, not too cool day. Well, we have to plan the tasting so that they can try some different uh, local brews. And we, yes. uh, we'll do that bar menu. So uh, as you know, here in this little warehouse space, I have a, oh, I think you know, I have a little tasting room on the other side. So I've got some, you know, I got a six tap draft system. Uh, with different beers and ciders on and then I have some couches and a vintage stereo just a nice kind of living room feel so next time they're they're in the area I'd uh, love to see you all guys meet you all in person and uh, have you come try some drinks yeah that'd be great we'd love to awesome well on that note uh, we're gonna wrap it up thank you so much for your time Lisa we really appreciate it and uh, look forward to Seeing you soon, and of course, the wedding um, next May. All right. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you for having me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye.